We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. to inform and engage the bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army in the kingdom we recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood but with the principalities and the powers of the air we are a ministry of prayer and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe we provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministries, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you. Welcome, my friends, to the Texas Power Hour with Pastor Carolyn Sism and friends. This radio show is an outreach ministry of Eastgate Ministries in Katy, Texas. Experience the power, experience the glory with Pastor Carolyn Sism. Check out her website at www.eastgateministries.com. Come on. Amen. 
That's a hallelujah. And the Lord knows you love And so I think we can do this through Christmas, right? (laughs) (laughs) We can make it through Christmas. It got quiet. Uh, It got quiet. (laughs) 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 But I didn't get out of what? No offense allowed. Lord, you know, Lord, this is going to bring a body of people to the place where you refuse to be offended. <laughs> yeah. And there are level of things that you have. I don't know who's need to hear this, and you see that it's not in my notes. Oh, come on. This is the next one. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> this is it. That <laughs> uh, the level of fits that you take from your brothers and sisters is the level of your immaturity. The level of offense that you take from your brothers and sisters or your family is the level of your immaturity. If you are, if you're sensitive and you're discerning, all you have to do is drive down the road, look at creation, look at the look at the signboards. They will announce to you what God's doing. I remember several years ago driving down the road at the time of when God began to restore the apostolic. And someone had a, a signboard. I've not paid the cost for greatness. It's Bush family has paid. Uh, two governors, two presidents, uh, ambassador to China. Vice President, a lifetime CIA director. I haven't paid those costs. I can promise you it costs the family. It costs that family for him to lay down his life for this nation. You say, well, in return, he got great, he got a great name. That great name cost him a lot. Bush 41 is now in heaven. I believe George H.W. Bush was a Christian and served God in our nation as best as he knew from his position in life. He is God's man, and now he's receiving his eternal reward. O blessed realm of which such glorious things are spoken, heaven's soil does not produce thorns or thistles. Its pastures are always green, and all its flowers unfading. Its inhabitants shall never say they are sick, and the people therein are forgiven all their iniquities. O tranquil region, where there is nothing but continued peace and undisturbed security. There is no night there. The light of the sun, S-O-N, is a continual meridian of splendor. There is no winter there, all the seasons are woven into one, and that one season is an eternal spring. I pray for the Bush family as they publicly grieve for their father and the recent loss of their mother. Even their grief is made public. They will not be able to grieve in private as you and I would when we lose a loved one. So may the Lord bear their grief and sorrow, and I pray each one will bravely embrace their gifts, their callings, 
their heritage, their challenges, with courage and with strength. Mark Taylor wrote in his book, The Truck Prophecies, he wrote about four living past presidents. Two will be taken and two will be shaken. May the Lord Jesus Christ have mercy and may they all bow down before their maker. Amen. It's my persuasion that when a king or world leader is taken, there is always a paradigm shift in the realm of their authority. Whether their authority was for good or whether their authority was for evil, they represent a stronghold over the area of their authority and in case of kings and world leaders over their nation. They re represent a stronghold of ideas and our ideals over a whole nation. Their ideas and their ideals are made into law because of the power that they have over the government of nations. And become the law of the land during their reign of power. So when a king or a nation's leader is taken to heaven, then there is a paradigm shift over the earth of their ideals and their ideals. If they sowed good seed, then life will spring forth from that seed. But if they sow bad seed, then evil is going to spring forth. From that seat. That is how powerful in the spirit realm when they're when your president or king of a nation. Amen. As, as of this writing, when I wrote this, which was Saturday evening, Alaska had experienced 230 earthquakes, but I found out this morning, I don't know if anyone knows how many, but there has been more all going on all night. Uh, the strongest one of 7.0, knocking out power, ripping open roads, and splitting buildings. Most references to earthquakes in the Bible are, in, and thank you for Psalm 18 today, Jenny, which was a which is uh, God appearing in the power of His glory. But most references to earthquakes in the Bible are seen as manifestations of the direct action of God's power. One example is the giving of the law at Sinai. Matthew links the earthquake at Jesus' crucifixion with the rending of the temple veil. A number of references to earthquakes invoke the imagery of God marching out to do battle. Other references associate earthquake with the manifestation of God to the world. Other references refer to the shaking of the earth, often accompanied by wind and fire, when God judges the nations are the Earthquakes remind men and women then, in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, as well as now, that the only fixed ground is God himself. We belong to a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Amen. And though Kings rise and fall, powers rise and fall, 
Nations are shaken by earthquakes and fire and storms. The kingdom that is inside of you cannot be shaken by anything that's going on in the world economies. Uh, as Joanne mentioned uh, and confirmed that, that she and Trump have made an agreement to uh, begin the process to discontinue the tariffs between the nations. Two world powers have control over your finances. That's how important it is concerning world powers. But your finances don't come from the world powers. Praise, Praise God. Your finances, you got, you got certificates of deposit in heaven. Your finances come from the kingdom of God. And your, your kingdom cannot be shaken. Your financial well-being, your retirement, uh, how God is going to educate your children, how he's going to take care of you when you get old. Yes. Uh, that's not in the world system. Let me tell you, I'm going through this thing with my mother, and the world system hadn't got it. That's right. That's right. That's right. I, I, I haven't hit my help in heaven, I tell you, not in the state of Missouri. <laughs> I was searching through some of my papers that I accidentally uh, ran across a dream I had during the Harvey storm. I, I, it's not on my computer. I don't even know how I happened to say this. It was an email that I wrote to Apostle Valentine. He wrote to me, and he uh, and I got to type this and put it on my computer because I realized now it was prophetic. I was answering him. He was asking me what I had discerned that was going on spiritually around the storm party. I, I'm sure I copied it to all of you at the time. And... Uh, and I wrote a two-page reply, just my thinking out loud at the time. The email was dated August the 30th, 2017. But I was given a dream, I believe on August the 28th. I'm going to tell you the dream. I saw the American flag. It was not on a pole. It was lying loosely. I then saw a scripture which Jesus spoke. He spoke in the dream. It was sealed in white, which could have the appearance of clear marble. At the time I wrote it, I didn't remember the scripture the next day. A voice told me to eat the scripture, and it would be bitter to my stomach. This is Hebraism for receiving knowledge. Truth is always sweet when it is received by revelation from God. But it becomes bitter when the contents are noted to be woes among the people. This is what John did in Revelation, beginning with the seventh trumpet. Revelation 10, 8 through 11. Go and take the little book, which is open in the hand of the angel, which stands upon the sea and upon the earth. It shall make your belly bitter, but it shall be in your mouth sweet as honey. You must prophesy again before many peoples and nations and tongues and kings. Now, I didn't remember writing this. I had it laying on my coffee table, which is in my office, which is stacked high with books and 
paper that I know exactly where everything is on there. But I was looking for something else, and I ran across this. Now, I didn't save a copy of it. That's not like me. But God put it in my hand last night. Uh, I feel like he's reminding me that what is going on right now has already been sealed. See, the scripture was sealed. It was sealed in white, something clear as marble. What God has, that had to do with heartbeat. Because I had the dream in the midst of the storm. But he was reminding me that what is happening on the earth has already been sealed in heaven. And not all that is going on, whether we see the fires or the earthquakes or the wars that are going on, Yemen, Syria, Oksana, uh, Crimea this week, or last week, Putin, Gog and Magog moving in on Crimea. All of these challenges that are going on all over the world, it's already been written in marble. And it is written, and these things will come to pass. But then he's giving you a kingdom that cannot be shaken. He's gonna, you're going to go through whatever it is that God is doing upon the earth with all his power. And you're going to go through it, and you won't blink. Because of who God is in us. I want to mention also that it's significant that the NAFTA trade agreement between the United States, Mexico, and Canada has been replaced with the United States-Mexico-Canada agreement at the G20, um, because this still, I believe, has to be ratified. I'm not sure that it's a treaty, it's an agreement, treaties, treaties have to be ratified by Congress. So, Lord help them. <laughs> so we'll have to pray that through. Pelosi's already written. No border walls. Yeah, so... We know who's in charge of. See, that's why he showed me that, that that vision that he gave me. It's already been written, not in concrete, folks. It's been written in marble. Amen. It has been written in marble what God is going to do in his kingdom. So when all these things, you will hear wars and rumors of wars and, and many things are happening, and Jesus says, not to even be concerned. We just keep our eyes on him. No matter what's going down. Amen. Amen. As you know, and I say often, <clears throat> I'm of the persuasion that we are in, or not well, that we're in a divinely appointed time when heaven is invading earth in greater manifestations of that which is in heaven will be heavenly on earth. I'm out for apprehending that. This is what I'm doing in the spirit realm now. I am trying to apprehend heaven breaking into earth in these days. The Bible testifies from Genesis to Revelation of the signs of the times, the ministry of angels, the visitation of God, the Holy Spirit moving in the lives of men. And the angel, the visitations of the angel of the Lord. 
Let us not be of that wicked and adulterous generation who seeks after a sign. Let us be wise and read the signs of the times. God has given the signs. May I read the scripture to you? Matthew 16, 1 through 4. The Pharisees and Sadducees came, and testing him, asked what he would show that he would show them a sign from heaven. He answered and said to them, When it is evening, you say, it will be fair weather, for the sky is red. And in the morning, it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and threatening. Hypocrites, you know how to discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the times. A wicked and adulterous generation seeks after the sign. And no sign shall be given to it except the sign of the prophet Joah. And Jesus left them in the park. Perhaps, and there's a lot of people who talk about it, I could teach on that, maybe I will one day, but perhaps the sign of the prophet Joah points to Jesus being raised from the dead. <clears throat> Jonah was thrown into the sea and swallowed by fish for three days. Jonah's being expelled from the fish speaks of Christ's resurrection and triumph over death. Jonah did go and preach in Nineveh and do what God sent him to do to call the people there to repentance, and they did repent, and judgment was delayed for 40 years. Okay, and Jesus came and signed to the house of Israel, and they did not repent of their sins. And within 70 years, there was no temple in Israel because of all the temple ended. The Jewish, faith, the Jewish religion ended when Jesus came because he is the temple. Jesus Christ is the greatest sign God can ever give. His resurrection and triumph over death. The resurrected Jesus is the eternal sign that our sins are forgiven. Time of Christ's event, event. The minds of men were seized with a wonderful and inexplicable expectation of the coming of a very great king. And in the coming of that very great king, they were expecting an age of peace and a renewal of all things. Jesus said, I did not come to bring peace in the world, but I came to bring a sword. And since that day, since they killed him, there has been fighting, and the fighting has been against the Jew and the Christian. Mm -hmm. But the wars of the earth are religious wars, and they have to do with Christianity. Yes. He came to break a sword. The Jews long for and look for the manifestation of King Messiah. And the Gentiles were no less eagerly looking for the return of the fulfilled golden age of Solomon. And um, they were expecting a Messiah that would deliver them from the Romans and reestablish the glorious kingdom of Israel. The human race was employing itself to the ultimate of its power in superstition, wisdom, Domination, indulgence, in vice, and in virtue. 
Then God graciously sent his son to proclaim the gospel of peace to those near at hand and those far off. Scripture testifies that the long predicted fullness of time was by God's foreordination now at last at hand. Christ has been foreordained before the foundation of the earth. 1 Peter 1, 18-21 Knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold from your aimless conduct received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot, he indeed was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. What are these last times? These last times are the times from when Jesus was born. These are the last, the last times. We are in the last days. We have been in the last days since the time that Jesus came. It was the last times of the Jewish religion. It was the last times of worshiping at the temple. It was the last time of killing lambs for a sacrifice. It was the last times for killing bulls and goats to sacrifice to God. Yes. Because the one sacrifice had come. Christ coming was in accordance with this eternal purpose and predestined promise. This is the fact spoken of by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began. Blessed is the Lord God of Israel. For he has visited and redeemed his people. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. And he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets, who have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. Amen. Thank you for the anointing. He who had been looked for and sought for for from the days of Adam at length came forth. Now the desire of all nations had come. The nations of the earth have been meeting this week. But church, you have the desire of all nations living in you and you living in him. In Haggai 2.7 I will shake all nations, and they shall come to the desire of all nations. And I will fill this temple with glory, says the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine, and the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. And the glory of this latter temple shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place I will give peace, says the Lord of hosts. What is that temple? It's not a building over on Mount Zion. It is the Lord Jesus Christ and his church. A sign is a token of God's love. A reminder from God that we are his children. All of you have had signs you'd be walking along and, some, and there would be a sign or God would show you something or there would be a thing. If you look for it, if you look for it, you will see it every day. It shall come to pass, if they will not believe you, neither hearken to the voice of the first signs 
that they will believe the voice of the latter sign. The latter sign is Jesus Christ. The sign, I will give you the sign of the prophet Jonah. Mm -hmm. The latter sign. God just gave it to Hallelujah. Jesus said, there, there shall be no sign to be given unto you except the sign of the prophet Jonah. And Moses prophesied it. They will not hear the, the, the first sign that you give them. And they were talking about getting the Israelites out of Egypt. But they will believe the latter sign. The latter sign is the sign of the prophet Jonah. The resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Signs convey a specific message. While the Spirit speaks in the language of miracles. To ignore his signs is to ignore his voice. To deny his signs is to deny his work. Each sign has a voice and conveys a message representing something God is saying or something he is doing on the earth. There are signs, people, there are signs on your television screen. There are signs in the sky. There are signs in the stars. There are signs on the earth. There are signs written on billboards. There are signs written on storefronts. They all proclaim to you what God is doing on the earth. Let us read the signs of the times. When God points out signs, we cannot be passive and think, oh, that's nice. How many of you have had God speak to you through a sign? You'd be walking along on the sidewalk and you saw something and you knew that God was speaking to you, a confirmation. Or a Christian spoke to you, a confirmation of something that you were praying about. Or somebody on the radio spoke it. It's signs. And you say, oh, thank you, God, that was nice. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. He's involved. In my personal life, I, I, I was looking for something. I lost my gold watch, my gold witchy watch. I can't find it. So y'all pray I can find it because I've been sending angels out to find it. <laughs> but I was looking for something yesterday, and I just reached my hand over and there was. But I prayed. I said, the Lord sent an angel. I'm talking about that in. Amen. Okay. This is the way we should live. Mm -hmm. Yes. This is the way that we should live, people. And God is speaking to us all the time, and we've got to learn. I want you, and this is, I mean, this is a spirit-filled church. This is a church that walks close to the Lord. This is a church that reads their Bible. This is a church that, that walks with the Holy Spirit. But I want you, in these days that we're coming into, and these days are important days, there are days when the fullness of time is coming upon the earth. There are times that have been set by God. You're living in it. You're living in a time when time is flowing so fast that in one week, it's like three months take place. You're set into a time, and God is going to give you signs. He's going to give you signs that are written in the earth. And I want you to be able to know and be sensitive to those signs. Amen. I believe that's God talking to you, not me. I don't believe that was 
has been talking to you. Hallelujah. We must ask him, God, what is that you're saying to me through this sign? With great expectation, I'm looking forward that the Lord God will again, again invade earth with heaven. If you're in this church right now, that's where I'm going. As it was when Jesus came to earth as a baby, the world is looking for a man to be their savior. They're looking for a strong man to come in and save them. With the same ideas and same ideals of the world system. And there's a lot of it out there. We've got socialism ideas being birthed into a power structure. Uh, globalism, no borders, on and on and on. And the Bible is very clear that God sets your borders of where you're to live. He sets the borders of every nation. So anyone who tries to move the borders of a nation, they're going against what God has established. Because it is God who sets the borders. Oh, help me, Jesus. I'm lost. But I believe there's an invasion. And as it was when Jesus came to earth as a baby, the world is looking. Okay, that's it. That's where I was. For a Savior. Okay, and we know that's when the Antichrist enters. A very powerful and strong individual who will show great signs and wonders, and he will deceive even the, the elect if it were possible. I have a Savior. He was born in Bethlehem of Judea. His name is Jesus Christ the Lord. However, as with his first coming, there are signs now in the stars of heaven and in the earth. Oh, the world just thinks this, that the cosmos, cosmos, the world government system, they just think that we're just spinning around out here in space just on a uh, whatever happens, happens routine. There is nothing out here just happening, folks. All of this that's going on in the world system is being controlled by God Almighty. We are under the power. All of this that's going on, we are under the power and the timeline and the appointed time and the fullness of time that God has appointed for mankind. We're not just spinning around. But see, the cosmos don't know that. And lots of people in the churches don't know that. That's right. People go to church every Sunday. Don't know that. But you got to tell them. Now, do you think people, you know, you know how people talk about, well, her messages are all about politics or something. <laughs> I'm not talking to you about politics. That's a, that's a spirit. Politics is a spirit. It's a demon spirit that controls mindsets of people. Yeah. I'm talking to you about a government. Yeah. I'm talking to you about a kingdom. Yeah. And that kingdom is the kingdom of God. Yeah. And you are the people of the earth uh, who are going to stand in these last days. Uh, and you're going to stand for that kingdom. Uh, and you're not going to be caught up in this world system. Uh, and you are only going to declare that our God lives. Amen. That's it. That's it right there, Pastor. 
Okay, but it's not just at that time. It's all year long. But during Christmas, we turn our our hearts and our minds and our thoughts yes. to Christ Jesus and the miracle of his birth. Yes. But yes. in that thought, that knowing is rising up in your spirit, man, that you know that it's a miraculous all around us. And that in celebration of that great and awesome day, that the angels are rejoicing all around us. And he, God, wants us to rejoice with them and join with them and declare the miraculous intervention of our God into our daily lives. Amen. Amen. That's Or do you have a story to tell and maybe you need a little help with your writing? Well, go to Treehouse Publishers today. We can help you achieve your dream. Dreams come true in our house. Do you have a book just waiting in your spirit to come out and share with the world? Well, Treehouse Publishers will help you to achieve your dream. Write that book today. Sell your book in London, in Africa, and many other countries. Let your tree bear much fruit with Treehouse Today. 
go to www.gotreehouse.org.